Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. So I shouldn't be here right now. Why are you here? Because my wife has not had a baby yet. Mm -hmm. But we were supposed to have this baby on Monday, and it's Thursday. And yesterday she was walking around with all these contractions, and we're like, oh my gosh, it's going to happen. Here it is. (laughs) We're about to go in. I like packed my go bag. Claire had her bag. I'm like, all right, babe. So, you know, we'll let it go maybe for another half hour. (laughs) Then we got to get to the hospital because I don't want a home birth. And uh, ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Well, actually, some people do. Some people, yeah. Some people do like home births. It's kind of like become a more popular thing. I know. Claire's talked about it, but it's not really. I don't think we're going to do it. Yikes. So what happened? <laughs> Why did the baby well, not come? You know, she ran around, got the house all ready, like kept like cleaning and stuff. I'm like, Claire, just relax a little bit. And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just let me finish, get the house, like everything ready. <laughs> and then it's running all over. And then next thing you know, it's like the contractions are slowing down. I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's like 3 o'clock. It's kind of a slow time of the day anyway. It'll we'll probably pick back up. The baby Taking had that 2.30 feeling. <laughs> yeah, you know. Taking I pulled out the Acedia book and was like, look, this is the noonday devil. Things are just slowing down. Right. It's not, not really slowing down. It just seems. To yeah, be. it just seems. It. Just Original stay in your sin. cell. Don't leave your cell. The baby's listening. Yeah, he's listening. Yeah, he's staying in his cell. He's staying right. in his cell. <laughs> he's doing exactly what you're supposed to do he's with Acedia. like, I know who I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed That's to be a right. baby in That's my right. mama's womb, and he is there. So we're just yeah. hanging out. I mean, I'm really hoping that, like, right in the middle of this podcast, my phone's going to ring, and Claire's going to be like, it's legit this time. Wouldn't that be awesome if Austin had to leave this podcast because he's having a baby? It would be pure grace. It would be awesome. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Is that a transition? Oh, we worked it in. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show. This the is show a- of ridiculous transitions. I'm talking about babies and stuff. Ooh, transition. That's a rough time of pregnancy, isn't it? We like yes. babies. Woo-hoo-hoo. That's the part right before the pushing happens. It's brutal. We're a distinctly... <laughs> what is happening? Tina's losing it. This That's is too much it. information. <laughs> We're a pro-life podcast <laughs> let let it be known let it be shouted from the rooftops um so yeah okay vici Munim show here we are my name is seminarian anthony ferguson um or just anthony ferguson yeah whichever I'm, one you want i'm austin austin farenholtz <laughs> here and tina wandersee is here too Hello. so it's gonna be a laugh track everybody because <laughs> we're just <laughs> i don't know what happens when we get into a room together we literally just dragged Tina into this podcast. She had no idea that this she was She walked happen. in the door and I yelled downstairs, Tina, we want you for a podcast. And uh, fortunately, she has 20 minutes. That's so. right. I answered the call. 20 minutes. No more. <laughs> like a good no disciple. Less. That's right. God, is that you? Yes. Wow. It's, it was Austin. It was not God. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. As a matter of fact, I looked up. I said, I'm having a vision. And I wasn't. It was Austin. It was me. <laughs> Yelling from the window as she walked into the building. That's all. Well, anyways, <laughs> be, Sorry, it, be that as it may. Um, so today, we're going. To, I would like to talk about the a topic that is very near and dear to us all, whether or not we realize it, and it's God's grace. So, my question to you all is: like, what does Jesus mean when he says, "Apart from me, you can do nothing"? Apart from me, you can do nothing. (laughs) That's what he means? Okay, but like, what does it look like in in operation? All right, done. (laughs) So like in operation, what does it look like? So something that I always come up against and something that I always have a question about is just like, okay, if I can't do anything apart from Jesus, then like, what is it that I can do? What can I do? 
as a, as a Christian, like someone who has free will, who has like capacities that God has given me as a human person, you know, I have an intellect, I have a will, like, but, but without Jesus, I can do nothing. Like, what does it look like in operation? So just, you know, what do you guys think about that? Man, that is such a hard question. I think it's a great one to discuss, but it's very hard because, uh, because it's that question of like of God's providence and free will and, mm-hmm. and how those two work together because everything uh God is always working in our lives to try and bring us closer to him mm-hmm. you know everything that happens is a part of his plan um but at the same time we also have the ability to to freely choose him uh so it's it's a it's quite challenging i think i think just starting kind of on an ontological simple level apart from him we can do nothing because we exist and are held in existence by his love and by his grace so in that sense any choice we make you know we can only do it because he continues to think of us Hmm. and will us into existence so you know we can't we can't do anything without him still willing us yeah that's true we just don't exist. Yeah, I was thinking that as you said that. I mean, how how apart from God are we ever, really? Even if we're not conscious of uh, being a part of God, how far away from God are we? Yeah. Yeah, St. Augustine says, like, the, like you know, I was as, as far away as I was from you, God. Like, you know, you were closer to me than I was to myself. That, that kind right. of idea. That, right, that, right. Not a direct quote, but that's from... Augustine's confessions. The confessions. That, like, you know, he realized in the deepest center of himself that even though he was, like, you know, plunging himself into worldly pursuits, like things that were, you know, the end of them were death, the the fruits of these, the acts that, like, he was a party, party, party animal. Um, But he realized that God was closer to him than he was to himself it, it, through it all, like no matter right. what he was going through, right. he, like God's grace was present and in operation right. um, through all of his life. Yeah. Um, I, I think it, it looks like insanity, really. Um, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Wait, true. what? Truly, it looks like insanity to, um, to operate in one's life uh, without the knowledge that um, God is present and that... Uh, that you're a, a, a child of God to not operate within that looks like insanity and uh, looks uh, like the world. So uh, we, the fact of the matter is, uh, God created us; He holds us in existence to live uh, a life um, uh, immoral or uh, not pres- present to that, or not uh, with that as the center is insanity. Yes. That's kind of what we talk about on the Star Wars and yeah. reality. Podcast. Oh, really? Like, oh, really? That it's it's actually yeah, rational. You did. Yes, you're right. You it's did. it's actually sane to be Catholic. <laughs> like right. because it takes all of reality into account. That's right. It doesn't leave anything out. And part of reality is that we are completely dependent on God's grace. That like we can't do anything apart from him. Right. Yeah. You and got- it looks um sort of uh, there's a word uh, and I can't. It's a simple word, but I can't remember what i'm trying to say insanity is one but somebody else speak well i think <laughs> we could let I, the catechism thing speak yeah, for us yeah 
Unless you got something, Austin. What you got? Well, I was just reading this morning. I, I happened to be reading... Uh, the New American Bible? Yes, the Bible. The NAB. You may have heard of it. It's a great book. Um, I was reading the Bible. Uh, <sighs> chapter 14 of John. Um, oh. And he was taught... Like, it's this really long discourse. The the last few chapters... Like, gosh, I think it's like four, chapter 14 through maybe like 16 or 17 is... Jesus just talking to his disciples and then praying, and it's just chock full of of amazing things. But he talks about like uh, whoever, he, um, and I've been trying to find the exact verse, but he talks about how um, if you keep my commandments, I'm going to be with you always. So uh, I, if you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of Truth, which the world cannot accept because it neither sees nor knows. But you know it because it remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. And I don't know. I was just thinking about that as we were talking about this, that that like apart from God, we can't do anything. So from like the Christian sense, uh, if, we, if, if we love him, then the Holy Spirit comes and makes his dwelling in us. And so we can't be apart from him. Like we won't be orphans. He's going to be there all the time living and moving and working through us Mm -hmm. um, to always bring us back to himself. But what I think is cool, like he says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the Father and he'll send the Spirit. But then you've got like St. Augustine. So we know that, all right, if we love him, then his grace is going to come and and keep moving us. But then you've got Augustine who says, like, even he was a pagan. He wasn't even baptized, doing all these terrible things. And he says – God was uh, was a quote you said that like he's closer to yeah he's, yeah, closer he's closer to himself to, than he was or he's closer to Augustine than he was to himself yes right. yeah right. That right. he's so still it, even even the non Christian who doesn't love God is still God is still right beside them right guiding them to himself right so it is uh, degrading to the the human person to act in a way contrary to that to um, uh, the the way that we were created uh, to be holy in holiness to act outside of that to to not be present to that is uh, is actually kind of degrading. There's yes. another word I'm looking for. I still can't find it, but this is as close as I can get. Tina's search engine is is up is working. That's I know. <laughs> <laughs> Loading. Have, have you ever seen Have you ever seen Sherlock, the BBC show? I Sherlock? have. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, there's like the he has like the mind palace. Oh, right. like when he just kind of like, and he's and he's trying to think of all the things that are in his mind palace. I think maybe Tina has a mind palace. I do. It pings around. So it's like it plays ping pong and it searches here and it says it's not there. It's not there. It's not there. It's not there. And it goes through all of the memory banks. Well, what you need to do, Tina, is just ask Jesus because apart from Him, you can do nothing. So I know. Even well, this finding is what I was, that memory, you're not going to be able I was to find doing, it. Even remembering, yes, yeah, yes. This is what I was doing, using you all for. The Lord lives in you, and so I can. <laughs> But, uh, I'm searching to, your memory banks and I don't have access to them. <laughs> but on the question of like holiness and our complete reliance on grace to be holy, the catechism says this. So it says grace is favor, um, comma, the free and undeserved help that God gives us to respond to his call to become children of God, adoptive sons, partakers of the divine nature and of eternal life. So – and then the next line, it says, grace is a participation in the life of God. So, like, that's obviously something that we can't do 
on our own. We cannot participate in the life of God. We cannot be connected to Jesus without him choosing to connect himself to us, right? Yeah. But like, that's what he said. Like, it is not you who chose me. I chose you. And I'm now sending you to go bear fruit, like and, to be holy. And there's a really important word in what you said is a response. Like, yeah. Grace is our ability to respond. You know, mm. I think that that's a very, like, very fascinating thought is that uh, wh- what can we do with free will? We can respond. Like, it's it's the ability to respond to him already calling us, you know, which kind of ties into that uh, Augustine mentality that his providence was working and was very close to him. But then there's that grace and there's that – I mean, if, if you ever get the chance to read Augustine's Confessions and haven't read it, I very, very much recommend it. It's beautiful. But there's that moment of his conversion when he's sitting uh, like in a garden and he's he's just really distraught and uh, and he hears these kids like on the other side of a wall saying – like they're singing this song and it's something like, you know – Pick up and read. Pick up and read. It's just this. This it rhymes in whatever language he's he's speaking. And so he looks down, and there's a book beside him, and he picks it up and reads it. And it's the verse of, uh, gosh, Romans. It's Roman. There Romans you go. 12, Thank you. I think it's Romans twelve or one of those. It's basically like, don't live your life in debauchery. Yes, like <laughs> convert and debauchery. go back to Christ. Is that the, Is word? That the word? No, stop Way. it. <laughs> God's grace in action. It looks right like here. debauchery. Debauchery. Yes, that's the word. Debauchery. I would have never guessed that on my own. <laughs> There's like a really weird SpongeBob episode where like they decide to go out and have a night of debauchery, and, and Patrick starts he's like debauchery. <laughs> yeah, it never ends well. It might start like that, but it doesn't end well. No, it never. There does. it is. It never does. But- so. Your point? What was, what? Well, I, well, now I've lost it. But no, so think, he picks it up and reads, is, and then yeah, he reads this amazing, like, yeah, he, completely appropriate. Right, and then he like that is the moment of conversion in his life when he breaks and is like, "I need to be baptized. I want to completely change my life." And it's this like God aligning everything mm-hmm. uh, with these kids at that time singing this song. You know, when Augustine happens to be sitting there and happens to be, like, emotionally and and spiritually distraught and to have this book also that he was given by somebody. Sure. You know, all of those things to align at this opportune time for God to say, now is the appointed time that I want you, you know? And so he aligns it all, but still it comes down to Augustine's free will to say yes, to respond to that. Like, it's this beautiful setting that that Christ – his whole life leads him to this moment and is like, I want you to respond to what I'm about to do. And then it all plays out. And what can he do except respond positively because right. of how beautiful the Holy Spirit it, worked? It's such a dicey game, though, because um, – and, and what, why I say that is I can remember uh, when we were younger, me and my twin sister, young, um, and she had said to me one day um, – I don't want to uh, go insane. She would worry about that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be airing this. But, um, and so I would laugh about that, and I would say, I would say, well, why? If you're insane, you have absolutely no idea you're insane. It's true. Only the sane are afraid of being insane, right? <laughs> they don't know. And so the problem with um, debaucheries and uh, and not being awake or not paying attention or not uh, uh, 
staying uh, as, as focused as you can on God and in the light, you run the risk of not knowing that you are actually insane. And so when these, when the, as you just said, all of this stuff aligns and the Lord presents a very uh, clear and perfect image for you to say yes and respond to that, you may not respond to that. Yeah. Because you are, uh, for all intent and purposes, insane. And you have no idea that you should respond to that. Um, so uh, the fact that um, the sky was blue when we woke up this morning, the sun is in position, and none of this matters. This just is, right? Yeah. And uh, none of life around you has any meaning or life. Uh, and this is completely insane. And so it's important to, um, to uh, follow God, follow the commandments, um, because you need to be awake when the Lord is ready to present well, with what's, himself. What's amazing too is 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 probably how many times he continues to present it to us. You know, and how many times we reject it. Because Augustine could have said no, but at that moment, but I have no doubt that the Holy Spirit would have aligned something again. You yes. know, and he prob- and he did, if you yes. read the story, like he kept aligning it. He had moments where he's he's hanging out with uh who's it, Ambrose, is that Augustine's um uh, the bishop at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he had many, he had conversations with him. He'd be in his presence. You know, there was a point where Augustine almost died, like came very mm-hmm. close to death as a child. Um, and he was presented, his family was presented with the opportunity to baptize him, mm-hmm. but his father said no. You know, so there's yeah. like all these moments of rejection along the yes. way. Yes. But the, but the Holy Spirit and God's grace, he doesn't, he doesn't give up on us. Yes. You know, like even if we say no today, mm-hmm. And and what's cool about his story is that it's like, it's all these no's, no's, no, 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 no. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep denying and saying no to this call, but each time it gets more beautiful and it gets like, but come back, you know, right. but respond, but right. respond, right. and then right. mm-hmm. it leads to finally this point where he does, you yeah. know, and it's beautiful, and then he becomes a saint and a doctor of the church yeah. because yeah. he responds. Yes, and it's and, it, and for me it's always oh happy chance. Uh, there's moments where I think. Oh, praise God. I'm so glad I decided to make that choice. <laughs> Why did I? I don't know. Grace. Um, yeah. But uh, it is, there are moments where it's like, oh, isn't that, uh, isn't that lovely? Uh, why did I think to do that? Why did I think to say that? Why did I think to read this book? The all Holy Spirit. Um, yeah. And so it's a grace just to respond. I think you had said that early on, Anthony. This yeah, because like St. Augustine, Augustine wouldn't look back on that moment and think like, Yes, I responded. I picked up the book and I read. No, he's like happy chance. I how in up. the world did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> why did I decide yes. to pick up this book and yes. read it? Why but was that God. kid saying that that prompted me to? Why did I, why did my eyes look at that particular book on the ground? It's just you know he would never hang his hat on the fact that he responded. And I think that's that's part of the mystery of grace is that even our response. Even our ability to respond is a participation in grace. Like it's God prompting us. It's God's. It's God's. It, it all starts with Him. Yes. Like He motivates us. Yes. He inspires us. Yeah. He helps us to do the thing that that ends up becoming our response. Yes. And and how that works out with our freedom is one of the deepest mysteries of our faith. It is. And and we can't crack it. We're not going to be able no. to parse it out into like this neat little tidy theology. It's just we have to hold the two things at once in this really annoying tension that right. we are free. Like we can choose right or wrong. We can 
we can say yes to grace or we can say no to it. Yeah. But on the other hand, it is God working in us. Like yeah. we right. we don't have it. It's it's like that line from Philippians, like work out your salvation yep. in fear and trembling, for mm-hmm. it is God who works in you. Right. It's the two together. Yeah. Right. And, it's a and, both and. Yeah. And I think this ticks the devil off greatly. Yeah. How can you take this group? I think he, he looks at God and says, how can you take this group of people who have done all of these debaucheries and then elevate them to this? Right. Why would you do that? Because yeah. they didn't do it. You're, you're aiding them and helping them. And, and what is it about this people, uh, people in general, um, when you think of Satan, uh, who was uh, an angel of light? Um, an angel, uh, and so this is much different than than a human uh, mm-hmm. being, and so this I'm sure uh, ticks him off, Red and then exactly, and then he <laughs> loves to come by and remind you of all of the debaucheries and say, "This is really who you are. You belong mm-hmm. to me." And so there's this Gosh, war back that. and forth, and so the Lord in His love and compassion, um, uh, it, it just it just causes him to love even more. Uh, to say, you are not this. Um, this is probably the struggle uh, Augustine went through. You are not this. And so he comes at him with an even greater love, not less love. It doesn't remind him of how degrading it was to the human person um, to do these things. He says, no, uh, this this is not who you are. This is not who I created yeah. you to be. And so the fight goes on. And um, and so who's in the middle of this war? The human person. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it you all know? taking place? Exactly. In us. In, in us. And <laughs> in so it's heart. like, I belong to this one, not to that one. And, but this one's holding me back. And the more I strive for this one, the more this one is <laughs> shackled yeah. to my ankles yeah. and somebody cut him loose. <laughs> well, and that, that's kind of the beauty too, is that like, like I think of, of uh, Peter, St. Peter, that he denied Jesus, you know, yeah. right in front of him. And, it, and it, I, no doubt he struggled with that his whole life. But like you said, you know, it's, it's that, that grace that we get that, okay, we debauchery, like his form of debauchery was yes. denial. Yeah. Um, but then – God uses that that great denial where he just rejects his friendship completely to bring Peter, I think, to a place of humility, of recognizing yeah. that this is who I am yeah. on my own apart from yep. you, God. Yeah. yeah. To invest even more of himself into God. And then God is like, I'm going to lift you up as my highest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. As as the, the leader of yeah. the church, the yeah. Pope, yeah. like the first one right. with the keys and everything. Yeah. And so anybody amazing. out there who has the worst debauchery, you can get lifted up even higher than that. Yeah. Like this is not a sticky wicket. This this is uh, this is your uh, way home. Yes. Wake up, go home. Yeah. Because you know? it, it, it glorifies God. Yes. Right? Yes. That's what the end goal of our life yes. is, is yes. to magnify the Lord. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Yes. For he's like lifted up the lowly. Like yes. yeah, sinners are lowly because they're they're just I mean, we're crazy. We yes. are insane. We yes. do what yes. we do not want to do. Yes. And the thing that we should do, we don't do. Um, yeah. But because God is good and merciful and because his grace is constantly seeking us, he is able to lift up the lowly and we're able to become like just billboards yeah. for God's glory. Like mm-hmm. because how can someone so screwed up become so – beautiful. Yeah. And and that's the amazing thing. That's amazing grace. Yeah. That is amazing grace. It is. Um and and Tina while you were talking about um like our repeated failures and how like the devil wants to draw attention to that. Um it it reminded me of and Peter's denials, like repeated denials. 
Um, yeah. That reminded me of of St. Paul's, uh, you know, thorn in the flesh. Yeah. That like this pesky little thorn in the flesh that he asked three times. Lord knows I've asked God more than three times to take away. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> but Paul was like, I've asked the Lord three whole times. Okay? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Unlike you, I've 25. Only ever, not, not three, but three times three million. That's right. that's right. Anyway, so Paul asked three times for this thorn in the flesh to be removed. And God's response is like the is like the thing that I've relied on most out of any other scripture passage in the Bible. My grace is sufficient for my power is made perfect in weakness. In your weakness. Right. Yeah. My grace is sufficient. So like right. just you know, rejoice like rejoice in your weakness. That's what yeah. it means. Like because that means God's grace can fill you mm-hmm. up. You can't do it on your own. You cannot. And the minute you think you can is the minute you fall flat oh, on your face. Oh yeah, you're really flat. Oh yeah. Well, that's, I mean, you and I were talking about that before the podcast, you know, um, particularly I've worked with some guys who have struggled with pornography yeah. and that's like the greatest, I mean, it's so hard because after you fall, you think I'm disgusting and you can apply this to yeah. any, any yeah. sin, oh, gosh, sin of your yeah. choice, but Absolutely. it's like, I'm disgusting. Sure. I, I'm unworthy to be face to face with God. I'm unworthy to look at other people. Like I'm, I'm gross. And Satan uses that. And he, oh, he just yes. sits around your shoulder. Like oh, certainly. first he says, you know, it's not a big deal. Just do it. And then you said, yeah. and then it's like, you're the worst. You're disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, by the way, God really wanted you to be perfect. Yeah. He wanted you to be without exactly. any kind of false. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can never do any of this. And yes. Then, but yeah. the, and the, oh, by the way, you have a long life to go. Can you really? Can you really do make this it? for the next sixty years? Yeah. He wants you to freak <laughs> oh, out yeah. about the future Absolutely. and miss the present. That's right. It, he you can hates do you one being moment. in the present. Yeah. You can do one moment. Yeah. That's like the greatest <laughs> form of consolation. Is you're right, Satan. This is the best response. You're right, yes, Satan. You're right. But you know what? I, I can choose you. Choose God and Absolutely. and be open to His grace right, right now, now for this moment. Right. Boom. You can have 10 yeah. seconds from now, but right now, yeah. I'm with Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, 10 seconds goes by again. Right now, I'm still with That's you, right. Jesus. That's right. Satan, you can have tomorrow, but today right. is for Jesus. That's right. Yeah. You, have you a whole- can have all this world. <laughs> Give me Jesus. Anyways, uh, so I have a quote. You're that- becoming quite the singer on this podcast. No, I need to stop. Yeah, no you got to keep doing it. You're gonna get. You're nope. gonna get famous. That's right. Anyways, so uh, this this is a piece of paper. American this is, Idol. This quote comes from a piece of paper that I keep in my bravery. Um and it's a quote by Saint Cyril of Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. This is going to be exciting. Cyril of Jerusalem. And he says this. I mean that. It's going to be exciting. God loves us and loves in no small measure. Um, Do not say then, I have done terrible things, and not once but many times. Is it possible that he will make a concession for me, that he will grant me an amnesty? amnesty? Uh, So in other words, is it possible that he's going to be able to give me grace again? And then it says, listen to what the psalmist has to say. How great is the abundance of your goodness, Lord. Your accumulated sins do not prevail against the wealth of God's compassion. The supreme physician is too experienced to be defeated by your wounds. Just hand yourself over in faith and make David's words your own. I said, I will confess against myself my transgression to the Lord. Then what he speaks of next will happen equally to you. And you have forgiven the sin in my heart. God's grace. forgives us like God is love and mercy and grace. Um, And so like, I love that line. The Supreme physician is too experienced to be defeated by your wounds. Mm. All we have to do is like throw in the towel. Yeah. Throw in the towel and go to confession. 
and like just receive the mercy that he wants to give you there. Yeah, but I don't think we're a society that throws in the towel, right? So oh, we oh, are yeah. always succeeding at something and winning awards for that. And so we can kind of treat God in the same way. I will win the reward of heaven. And there is no... Um, winning this. I think yeah. maybe we need to focus on um, losing <laughs> or, yes. or not not succeeding because yeah. there is no way through the cross with success. Yes. There is, there no, is no way. There is no way. Um, Jesus loses on the cross yeah. so that he can so, win. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I think... And the, and he, I mean, this mm-hmm. is like the prayer of the publican. I mean, this yeah. is what Jesus says he wants. He yes. doesn't want the Pharisee that says, thank God I'm not like the rest of them. Right. I've achieved perfection. He wants us on our knees saying, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner. Yeah. Like a recognition that I am failing. I am a failure. Mm-hmm. Just have mercy. Yeah. That's what he wants. That's but right. you love me anyway. You love me anyway. I, right. I don't know if it's an actual quote, but I heard to bring this whole full circle and bring it back to Augustine. I, I've heard this quote where he says, Lord, I'm a mess, but I'm your mess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's yeah. actually yes. him, well, but knows? I love the but quote. Lord, yeah. I'm a mess, but yeah. I'm your mess. And then yeah. that's, that sums it yeah. up. Like, we belong to the Lord. He has, he has chosen us, and so he wants us to just admit our faults, admit that we need yeah. him. Yeah, And that's all there is to it. And I think that even as Austin said, you know, uh, admit I'm a failure, I, I I think people hear that and they're like, yeah, I'm a failure. And it's not that. It's it's just the truth. I am a mess. Maybe mess is a better word, but I am a mess. This is the truth. It's not, uh, woe is me, I'm a mess, but um, I'm a mess and I have a savior. I mean, these are, yes. this is good news. This Thank is God. not, um, this is not, now I have to admit, you know, what a terrible person I am. And walk no. around moping. No, yeah, it's, no it's, I know I'm a mess because I know the Lord created me holy and I have not acted in a holy fashion. Yes. And I've acted less than. This is insanity. It shows I'm a mess, but I come to the Lord. He says, he reminds me of who I am and gives me the grace to continue yeah. on. Because when you admit that you're the mess, then yes. then you open your soul up to oh. grace, you know, and then that grace comes in yep. and it's God cleaning the mess. Yep. It's beautiful. But you can't until you admit that there is a mess. That's right. Yeah. So, so we're um, out of time, aren't we? <clears throat> we're messy people. Yes. Yep. And here we are. But I guess just one last thing that I'd like to say to our listeners um, first of all, thanks for listening. Um, and second of all, like if you like one of the tactics of the devil, like to keep you away from grace is to make you feel like you're alone, that make you feel like you're the only one who's ever been a mess. And you're not, you are not right. the only one who's been a mess. We're all messes. And, uh, just take courage in that. And that's the whole point of this podcast. Vici Munda means yes. I have conquered the world. Like Jesus conquered your sin. And so you don't have to be afraid. Um, I yeah. told you this so that you might have trouble. Or <laughs> <laughs> I told you False. this so that <laughs> that's See, not look, the verse Austin's goes. a mess. I'm gonna, he's the worst. I can't even <laughs> speak good. Gee, you can't even speak. I have told you this so that you might have peace in me. In the world, you will have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Very nice. There it is. Lovely. Vici mundum. Vici mundum. I have conquered the world. Very good. Well, uh, that's all the time we have this week for Vici Mundum Show. Thank you again for listening. Um, as always, we really, really would like you to be a part of our ministry by sharing this with people and uh, talent, just talking to people about this, like at the parish, at work, everywhere you go. Just like, you know, 
bring these things into conversation. And then when people are like, hey, where'd you hear that? Say, the Vici Mundum show, of course. And then you, <laughs> and then you can show them how to subscribe. Um, anyways. Uh, <clears throat> yes. That was great, Anthony. Were you, a, were you a salesman in the past? I was, a mar- I was a graphic designer, marketing awesome. kind of person. Yeah, he awesome. was. Anyways, uh, so yeah, like us. Uh, uh, we have a web- website now, vichimundum.com. You can share that. Vichimundum.com. I'm going to have to check that out when I leave here. Yeah, Tina hasn't know. even seen it. I haven't even seen this the first I've heard of it. Maybe we'll we even put Also, a, you know what else we've done, folks? We have made a YouTube channel, and we're posting our audio content on YouTube now because subscribing on podcasts is kind of annoying if you've never done it before. So That's we're true. trying to make it really accessible. Um, so hopefully our episodes are all going to start being YouTubed as well. Derp-a-der. We've talked at length at the end of this podcast, so let's just close We it. need to close this sucker. Yeah. Anyways, all right, guys. Well... It's been a great time talking with you, and until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray Pray for us. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone, and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not all necessarily experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call of the new evangelization and sharing the love of Christ with you. God bless you. Love us! Love us! (laughs) I must have your affection! That's right! (laughs) Austin, you better be careful. This might be at the end of the podcast. Oh, no.